Welcome to the Heartled Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Rave. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is all about me and Krisha's journey being religious, specifically Seventh-day Adventist, and now we are spiritual. So we talk about our experience growing up raised in this tight-knit community and how she found her way into spirituality and how she is serving Reiki now. And before I get into our episode and introduce Krisha, I want to share a little bit of an update. So we have our Sayulita Breathwork Retreat, which I'm so excited about, March 16 to 20, that I'm leading with Dana. And also his friend Tony is going to be leading some exercise movement classes and My friend Maggie is going to also be teaching somatic yoga experiencing classes. It's so cool, the people that we're bringing together, that we have some of our closest friends that are also teaching and collaborating within this retreat. It's an oceanfront um, venue in Sayulita. All the meals are included. We're going to have... Um, ice plunges every single day, breath work every single day. Um, A bunch of us are getting massages and there's also a steam room and sauna. I am just so excited for myself even to just go and relax and unwind and connect and have some soul nourishing conversations and just to enjoy this time together in friendship and love and community. So I believe we have one more room left if you are feeling called to take a little vacation where you don't have to plan anything. Come join us. The group of humans that are coming are amazing. You're going to leave with a transformative experience, a life-changing experience, and I truly believe that retreats are the best investment ever. I will drop the link in the show notes. I am just so excited that I'm going to be leading this with my partner, Dana, and this is really our life's work, our service, our purpose, and it's just fun that we get to do this together, and I'm just so excited, so grateful for this opportunity and to be in the space where we met. We met in Sayulita, Mexico a few years ago. So we're so excited to go back to spend some time in this magical little town. And the last thing I want to update you on is my one-to-one mentorship devotion. This is my most intimate and special container. I only take on three to five women one-to-one per year as you get to be in extremely close proximity to me. You get access to all of my programs, my past, and the ones that I launched during our time together. So if you want to go deeper, if you want personalized hypno-breath work, mindset, and business coaching, I have a few spots open for my devotion mentorship. Just send me a message on Instagram at rave, R-A-V-E underscore read, and I'd be happy to chat with you to see if this is a good fit. I really believe that mentorship isn't something that we need we're like so desperately needing but it's something that we desire right us feminine beings we desire to be in community in relationship in sisterhood and we know that we rise 
so much higher when we have someone by our side, when we allow ourselves to receive support and guidance from another, and when we have another set of eyes to look on our business or to see another perspective in our relationships and our growth and our evolution. So if this sounds like you, if you're wanting more support this year and you want to be in mentorship with me, send me a message. I cannot wait to chat with you. So introducing Krisha, she is a certified Reiki master with a bachelor's degree in nursing and currently studying for her doctorate in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Her passion is to provide healing at the root of the disease and strongly believes the beautiful energy of Reiki deeply complements healing of the emotional, physical, and spiritual body in conjunction with Western and Eastern medical treatments. Krisha and I were both raised Seventh-day Adventist. We also went to the same college at Pacific Union College and then we reconnected later on after we graduated and she actually was one of my clients inside of the Heart of Receiving women's program that I held and my Catalyst Hypno Breathwork course as well. She has been one of my favorite clients and I really believe the people that I work with are like soul sisters. I'll forever have a place in my heart for her. Krisha is also a woman of color. She's a Filipina woman like me, so we have that in common as well. All right, let's dive into the episode. I just had some cacao this morning, so I'm feeling good. I'm having good. it too. I'm you are? right now. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Oh, cheers. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much for agreeing to be on my podcast. I'm so excited of to have course. you. I'm really excited to like be here with you. I just wanted to start off by talking about like how we know each other. And I'm like, I want to hear your version because I know we ha- we both went to Seventh-day Adventist schools and mm-hmm. we grew up Seventh-day Adventist but I'm like did we like meet at a party <laughs> I feel like I asked you this or did we just know of each other or what so I I remember seeing you a lot in camp like on campus um at PC at PC okay yeah. I, I so I knew of you but we've never like got to really hang out or talk like I don't even think we've actually interacted but yeah. the reason why um we connected was because someone sent me one of your videos um I forgot what you're even doing in it and I was like oh she's so cute and so it made I'm like I recognize her and I was like no it can't be the, that girl from PUC and so when I went to your Instagram I'm like oh it is and we had all these mutual friends I'm like she lives in San Diego oh she's a coach I was like, okay. And, you know, during that time I was just looking for, I was trying to kind of look for anything that to to help with my healing. So um, I was like, I'm going to reach out to her and yeah, your program, your workshop, your breath work. I was, I was really, it's just so funny how the universe just connects people. And um, yeah, I'm glad like it was someone, my massage therapist, she, she recommended me like she shared a video of you. But it was just like one of your um, cute, like random videos, like that you had. And yeah, probably, it's probably when it reels like started be- to be yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's so what funny. sparked me to um, to reach out to you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, you know, for our listeners that you were one of my clients in my heart of receiving program. And then you also joined my catalyst breathwork program and yeah. yeah, just having you in there was amazing. Like I look back at like the heart of receiving and I just look back at like, that was this year, right? Was that this year? It was the beginning of, yeah, it was. Like that blows my mind. I think I've done like over six or seven programs as a coach now. Wow. I've only been full-time in my business for a few months, but you know, I've been doing this since the beginning of the year, but I'm like, wow, like that program was so beautiful. You know how we mix breath work and cacao and all of you inside and just like everything that you guys shared. And would you like to share a little bit what drew you to join that program and like, how was it for you? Especially the way we were raised, you know, Filipino and Seventh-day Adventist. Like, I'm, I feel like you were so brave. Both of us are so brave. Right. But like for you to be like interested and open to cacao and plant medicine and breath work, whereas I feel like a lot of people we grew up with, still think that's like woo woo or like they have no idea what that even means, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Um, It was just at a time where I was just kind of, so I was heartbroken. I just had, um, you know, a relationship and, and it was like near after like the pandemic and I was just looking for anything to help me. There's been seeds planted like Wim Hof, breath work, like things I've tried here and there. So I had some knowledge of these things that I kind of wanted to dip my toes in. The heart of receiving the the title of that really like drew me in and breath work. It was like, hey, I think I want to try something new for myself. I want to reconnect to my body. I want to get my power back. Uh, yeah, that's what really drew me into that. And I loved especially having it was all women on like the same journey wanting to heal and get back in their power have a strong relationship with ourselves being open to receive without any guilt yeah I just thought it was so powerful especially like even when it came to that money workshop that was really powerful too I remember that and just learning to move and come back into our feminine energy. And yeah, I, I love that. It was so helpful for me. Just witnessing you in that experience and just seeing how open and vulnerable you were just to experience breath work, because I feel like a lot of people can go in if they've never done it before with resistance or, you know, feeling skeptical but you were just so open and so vulnerable with the women too. And I think that is just such a testament to like who you are as a person, you know, with your heart, you have such a big heart and yeah. And I'm just so curious with you going into Reiki and energy healing in that program of the heart receiving, I feel like from that program, I started noticing you, you started having these like realizations And Mm -hmm. your intuition, you start talking about your intuition more. So I'm curious, like, did you know you were really intuitive from you were a kid or like, when did that start developing for you? It's really powerful. When there are people that do breath work that are intuitive, we can get visuals and visions very quickly and very clearly. Yes. I, where do I start with that? I think I've just had 
the these blinders on for a while I think even like as a kid I remember being like as kids we're so in tune we're pure so I feel like our spiritual gifts are just are powerful and like even as a kid I remember I would hear things I would remember experiences of like even seeing things kind of just ignoring that part of me and like growing up being in growing up as a Seventh-day Adventist not really like touching on that because it's like that's not normal when doing your heart of receiving like yeah I I started paying attention to my intuition a lot more I felt like the breath work took me back to a place I've been before which was which leads me to my near-death experience that I had in 2015 where I I drowned. I was like walking on the this coral reef and I wanted my boyfriend at the time to take a picture of me like you know for the gram. <laughs> and so it took me it took me like I would say almost 5 minutes carefully to walk across asking to take a picture and then all of a sudden this wave out of nowhere took me and I was underwater and I couldn't even grab on. It was so strong. I was trying to grab onto the corals and I was just being dragged along and I still have scars on my legs. Um, and then I went, I went somewhere beautiful. It was, I remember seeing clouds, colorful like prisms. I remember feeling this overwhelming sense of peace and love. I've never experienced before. And I remember seeing this lush field of grass with like almost like waterfalls in the background, like multiple waterfalls and iridescent orbs like across the field. And I was like, I'm going to stay here. And God, source, spirit was like, you have to go back because you have work to do. And I was like, no, I really want to stay here. And he said, again, you have to go back. You have work to do. And then the clouds dissipated. And then my boyfriend at the time was shaking me like, oh my God, you died. Like you were not breathing. I, so I was, while I was being resuscitated, that was what was happening. And I went somewhere. And that leads me to believe our souls never die because I know my soul went somewhere. That was in 2015. And a lot has happened. I've been distracted since then. Like, I just kind of pushed that off to the side thinking that was probably a dream. Like, I'm not sure. Like, but it's always stuck with me. And there's just my guides, the angels, the universe have been trying to get my attention. But I was just so distracted. But one of the things was being led to your program. I remember one of the breath works, I think it was the very, yeah, the very first breath work actually even the second breath work I I remember feeling like I was in that place again that's how I that's why I believe our bodies are the temple like when the bible says oh our body is the temple of God I used to think like you know when we grew up I see they'll be like oh don't get tattoos like respect your body but I really now being in this spiritual just different mindset I see that our bodies is the vessel where we can actually 
have endless connection to spirit, source of love, peace, and harmony through breath work, could be by meditation, stillness, or even movement. I was, it's so funny. I was looking up because <laughs> you gave me those questions about the SDA question. So I went to the SDA site. And I was like, just to look like, okay, what do, what do we believe in? <laughs> Cause I'm kind of off track now, but yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Right? I love that you mentioned that because I feel like I have these conversations with my mom and my stepdad and, you know, they're very heartfelt and loving. And, and I really believe, you know, now I have such a strong faith in my own beliefs and yeah, I think being Seventh-day Adventist or Christian, you know, they really, at least for me, I was taught, I feel like it was always this essence of like, God is outside of you and God is something you should fear. And God is something that is like unattainable or something like that. And I've always brought it back to my mom. I'm like, but God created me. So God lives through me. Right. And yeah. she's like, Oh yeah. You know, and you know, if I am, healthy and I'm taking care of my body by doing breath work, by eating well, you know, all these things, which the Bible I think talks about when I'm that clear headed, then yeah, I can be a channel for God and I can receive these messages. But when I'm not healthy, when I'm, you know, drinking or, you know, eating shitty foods or whatever it is in my logical mind, that's just also another thing is like, I feel like so many people are just so worried all the time and so logical and just need evidence for everything. And I'm like, that's not how God operates, right? God is like the quantum. God is, there's limitless possibilities. That's what miracles are. And so I think, yeah, like having this faith with God now and these different practices, not within the church, knowing that, yeah, we are the channel. Like you said, we are, yes. the spirit lives in us. Yeah. And I, so I was looking at their site and I'm reading and I, I found the verse that they said, like they, they, they actually quoted something that like the body is a temple in their website. And it says from first Corinthians 6, 19 to 20, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy spirit who is in you, who you have? who you have from God and you are not your own for you were brought at a price bought at a price. Therefore glorify, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's that verse alone. I feel like it tells us like our body is a spirit or our body is a temple of the Holy spirit who is in us. And that's why I'm saying our bodies are just a vessel where we can connect to him endlessly and we are made in his image. And so aren't we, we are made in his likeness. So aren't we like God, a reflection of that. And I'm starting to understand that, especially also with your, uh, with your, uh, the catalyst group or uh, the part of receiving uh, how heaven is within us. And I know you talked about that. And yeah, that was, that was the last module, right? That was like that the was, last theme, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that was heaven so, on earth. Yeah, heaven on earth. That was so powerful. <laughs> and it was just validation for me because there was a time actually, and this is what I wanted to ask you if I was allowed to share this. I was out in Joshua Tree and for the first time I decided to do acids. <laughs> like yeah. my first and last time, but I was like, I, before I took, I was like, I want to know the meaning of life. <laughs> that was what I set my intentions for. And oh my gosh, I went on a trip where 
I went on a roller coaster of like my whole life, I felt, um, where I started doubting myself and my reality and all that. But what, what was so crazy was I came out of that. Everything was so beautiful. It was like a veil was lifted from my eyes. Um, and I just thought it was so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, this, this sense of like heaven again, going back to my near-death experience, I felt the same thing. So I was like, oh shit, did I die? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in heaven right now. And I felt it. And I was like, wait, this is amazing. Like I felt really good. And this voice so clear and I knew it wasn't me said, yes, it's been here all along. You just couldn't see it yet. And I was like, what? It's been here all along. I just couldn't see it yet. Heaven's been here all along. I just couldn't see it. I was like, wait, were my friends, are my friends angel, this, angels these, this whole time? Like, was my friends angels these whole time? Yeah, I was like just questioning everything. And um, the next day, you know, my friends were making fun of me because I was celebrating. I was in the water, like dancing, like celebrating, like, guys, we're in heaven. And they're like, what the hell? <laughs> and so the next day they were all making fun of me. And I was like, I'm never doing drugs again. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Three months later, I'm like driving to work. And I listen to Eckhart Tolle um, on his podcast like every morning. And there was something that he said, he quoted something from the Bible. And he said, Jesus said, Heaven's neither going to be here nor there because the kingdom of heaven is within you. And I just started crying. And I was like, that's what the voice said. The voice said, the kingdom, it's been here all along. I just couldn't see it. Heaven's within me already. And Jesus, after I had to look it up myself, and it really did say in red writing, Jesus really said, and it was literal. And that's when my spiritual journey began and that's when I found you and and I just feel like the universe has been leading me and especially the last one of your empowerment that um part of receiving when you said that like just that whole module it like reminded me it was like validation affirmation that the messages, the signs I've been receiving is real. It reminded me of my near-death experience. And, and then I just started opening my heart, opening myself to all the possibilities and starting to really pay attention to the signs. And so like even friends recommending me things that I'm like open, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so one... <laughs> around after the time I did your heart of receiving, one of my friends was like, oh, you need to see this lady. She, she reads, she's a Turkish coffee reader. And I was like, you know what? I'm down. <laughs> I'm open for anything. Let's go. And I go to her and it was really because, um, and first of all, I, she told me about it, but I wasn't actually all like, let's go. I was like, wait, that's like woo woo. Like that's like, weird taboos like evil stuff like because she did tarot readings I was like I'm not allowed to do that like my old conditioning came up but then I was going through a breakup and I was like you know what uh, I need anything let's go I'll go to her for some guidance whatever I asked her about you know what should I do with this relationship or my career and 
And she kind of went off. She, she told me the answers, but she went off topic and said, I have to tell you, you do have a very powerful energy around you. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's an angel. And I'm like, good or bad? Like, what is this? Like, it's an angel from God. And he's going to lead you on your spiritual path. And he's going to use you to heal people through your hands. And I said, okay, well, I am a nurse. And so that kind of like, I was like, I guess. And I was like, well, has this angel been with me the whole time? And she was like, no, he visited you last year. And last year was when I had my acid trip. That's the voice I heard. That's also another, I'm just like so amazed with life. I'm like, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense. Like the whole heaven is within, just all the little things happening, all the connections I've been meeting has been really leading me to the work that God was telling me up wherever I went, where my soul went, like I have work to do. And I now know what that is. It is to help remember, help people remember who they are at a soul level. And I like saying, remember who we are, because when you break down the word, remember, it's like to remember ourselves, like put ourselves back but not in the way we think. It's like unlearning all the conditionings and coming, diving deep into the soul and reconnecting to who we really truly are, celestial, powerful beings made in God's likeness. That's why I'm just like so excited about life. I'm really- Wow. Oh my gosh. Chills. So good. There's so many things I want to, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I think that calling that you keep feeling, you know, what in your near death experience and then in acid and then in breath work, I truly believe that you're going to keep getting these messages and these signals from God. And, you know, I look at like what's happening in our world right now with like anxiety and depression and everybody seems to have like gut issues, you know what I mean? And that's like your purpose and, and your creativity, right? Your solar plexus. And Yes. When we deny that, when we deny these messages, we start to numb, right? By going into addiction or drinking or whatever it is. It's so interesting how so many people are having, do you notice this? Like so many people have like gut issues and, and so many like allergies, all these things. And it's like, when mm-hmm. we deny our purpose, our body starts to get ill because we start getting these signs, right? Like this is not right for you. Leave, leave the job, leave the relationship or whatever it is it's hard. I mean, we're addicted to the comfort. We're addicted to the pattern, the habit. And, you know, really when we follow that calling is when we start to really become that light that I think that God really wants us to be. Another thing that I want to touch on with the acid trip. I love that you mentioned this. Anyone listening, I highly recommend um, reading the book or watching. There's now a show called uh, How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. Have you heard it? I like was obsessed with the book and now there's a show and it goes every single episode is um, there's like an episode on MDMA. There's one on acid and LSD and it really are and mushrooms as well. And I'm a big believer in, in plant medicine when used properly. It's a huge, I really believe it's meant for healing, you know, and I think that's what happened to you in that experience. You were receiving another message and God is like, okay. I can't get through to her in her logical mind. Cause like you said, you maybe you're distracted, but I'm going to come through in a body experience, right? When we're in this type of experience where we're, cause that's what breath work does. We're, what breath work does, what um, plant medicine does, it gets us out of our logical mind and it taps into a different part of our brain. 
into the subconscious mind. And I really believe that's when we're a lot more open and that's where we can receive these messages where it's not like, oh, I don't know. And we come up with all these excuses and I need the evidence and I need to see the logic behind it and da, 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 da. Right. Yeah, where, our, where our ego mind gets in the way too. So exactly. yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ego doesn't want to change. The ego wants to stay safe. So that's yes. why when we feel those fears, you know, that's just the ego. Like, I don't want to change. I don't want to show up to breath work. I don't want to do the program. I don't want to invest because it's scary. We know when we do that, we're like at the edge of the cliff about to take that leap. Right. And that's yeah. where we continue to practice that feeling of taking the big leap, like starting a business or investing in ourselves. It's scary, but we know that there's something on the other side when we allow ourselves to take that risk and we trust ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. I know that's the space where we can grow the unknown. Curious, like, do you still consider yourself Seventh-day Adventist or religious or how do you see that? I appreciate the foundation that the Seventh-day Adventist religion has given me. It set the foundation of and instilled in me the morals and principles I still have today as a person of you know love and you know love and all that I just um I am happy to not be in that box anymore like I said like they believe that our body's a temple of God and I get that but I I just translate different like I see it differently what that meaning is now like I said I feel like the temple, our body is the vessel in which we can connect to the Holy Spirit, God source endlessly whenever we want. And we don't need to be in a church building to do that, be in such a structured environment for us to be connected to God. Like how I felt growing up, I just felt like, okay, we get in there, stand up, hymn, hymnal singing, and okay, children's story. And the structure. Um, Were you, did you go to elementary, high school, college, and grad school all in some divinists like I did? Yeah, I would say I started in junior high. Yeah, high school, then I, and college. Yeah, so yeah. it's been majority of my life. And I mean, I've been going to church every Saturday ever since I was born. Yeah, me yeah. too. I like explained to, to my boyfriend, I'm like, Yeah, I went to church on like Wednesdays for like Bible study and we had it at our house sometimes. And then it was like Friday sunset, you know, we would go to like Vespers or what was it called? Vespers, Vespers, right? And then Saturday church and then potluck and then another potluck at the house. Whole day thing. And it was just so much eating. And, but I mean, I think that's what I love about what I want to bring back into the work that I'm doing is like that community aspect. It was so beautiful eating together and praying together and and spending every week together. You know, I think now it's like adults, it's like, how do you find those friends that have the same values and same beliefs? And I think building that is so important for our health and our well being. Yeah. And actually, well, yeah. I do appreciate at Sunday Adventist for the health message. Like mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, I heard they're like the longest people living on earth right now. Yeah. Like, people right. They're world. they're one of the blue zones of the world. The and there's zones. only like six or seven. And yeah, they live the longest of people in the world. So it's really cool to be able yeah. to say that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Adventist. And yeah. people are like, oh yeah, the blue zones. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the community too. It was nice to grow up having that community and being fed like all the potlucks like you said 
Um, I know. I miss that. Like I miss that too. For you, like how do we grow that? How do we like now that we're would you say like you're you would resonate more with like being called spiritual, right? Than religious. Yeah, yeah, I would say spiritual just because I feel like being religious is putting it's putting us in a box almost like because there's so many yeah. rules and I just don't think I just don't believe that it should feel so restricted and limited like it should feel good and it should flow and I don't know like you can worship God wherever you want right and yeah I think that you t- you like really touched on that like I think there's the shame part right like I feel like I don't know how it was for you but I had I feel like I grew up with a lot of shame, you know, like mm-hmm. it was like, I was bad if I like threw a football on Saturday, you yes. know, and it was like, oh my gosh, if I touch bacon, I'm going to like get struck by lightning, you know, like, I yeah. really thought that like God was like going to be mad at me, you know, and like I had to like constantly ask for forgiveness and like, you know, it played into the whole like good girl archetype that I feel like I had to be right. And like, sexuality and and being sensual as a woman and being beautiful was like bad you know and like I think not all religions are like this or not all Seventh-day Adventists you know teach like this but I feel like in the church it was really hard for me to understand what it was like I guess to be empowered as a woman and as a young girl right and I I think about if I were to have children you know, I don't want them to think that gay people are bad or sex is bad or like, you know, loving yourself is bad. And I think that's a big part of what I don't really resonate with anymore. I don't know how it was for you, but it was like that too. Like just all the rules, like I said, and the shame, like, oh my goodness, I'm a bad person because I did this. Like I (laughs) like even putting like nail polish on or like all the little things. Like I wasn't allowed to wear jewelry, were you? No. Okay, yeah. And when I got my ears pierced, I mean I got really I was like, oh shit. but you know what I mean but that I don't that our God is not that God like I Mm. I see him in such a a different light now and I feel better about him like Mm. my relationship with him is just so much more stronger he's not the way I thought he was growing up where yeah I think the fear and the shame is like the control part right and I think what you said about feeling good and that's what we're learning in spirituality, I think with intuition versus anxiety or intuition versus mm-hmm. fear. Right. And I think I'm curious what you think the difference is. Cause I feel like people always ask this question, but for me, like fear and anxious thoughts and worry versus intuition is intuition feels good. Like you just said, yes. like God feels good and the fear part and the anxious and what's going to happen, you know, like needing to know every little thing that doesn't feel good. Like yeah. for me, it feels good when I know God, God knows, and that's enough. I don't need to know. I don't need to yeah. know. Everything. You know, you are in alignment with your highest self is when, yeah, when you, when it feels good in the body and our intuition, our guidance system, our highest self knows everything. It right. will never, it will never it always wants the best for us. It's not trying to lead us astray. The only time we feel bad and we mess things up is when we ignore intuition. When things go south, it's because we ignored our intuition in the first place. But if we follow it, it feels good. And we, we go through this path of like, wow, this is awesome. 
Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. When, going back to what you said about the temple body being the temple, like I'm really into, you know, obviously breath work and like somatic yeah. work and learning about how trauma gets passed down from generations and it lives in the body and it gets stored mm-hmm. in the body through your DNA and things like that. And there's science behind that, you know? And it, I like what you said, I really believe that when we feel those nudges in our body, like we have to listen because that's from God. That's right? our, yeah, it's our guidance system, our yeah. intuition, our soul being like that knows everything. Like, cause spirit, like first Corinthians 6, 19 says the temple of the <laughs> Holy the temple, Spirit yeah. who is in us. And we mm-hmm. are like his image. We are made in his image, in his likeness. And we have the Holy Spirit in us. So to trust that highest self um, that's always guiding us but we got to be able to be the observer of the thinker in us, which is that ego mind mm-hmm. and let that take the back seat instead of, right. you know, um, letting it create the fear. And for us, it keeps us stuck. And mm-hmm. when we're not in alignment and we're not following our intuition, it doesn't feel good. It could feel like, like, like you said, feeling into our bodies. Like, what does that, what does no feel like? It's, it feels like tightness in the chest or like mm-hmm. that turning of the stomach. And it's like not to ignore that. And I think especially as women, we were, we were taught to ignore our right. intuition. Yeah. And, and we so, live in such a society where it's like, we need evidence. We need proof. Mm-hmm. We need, we need it to be logic based. And that goes against everything mm-hmm. of how we can feel into our body. Yeah. How would you explain what Seventh-day Adventist is? To someone who has like no idea <laughs> that has no idea what okay yeah Santa Adventists uh we're Christian and I feel like we follow a lot of like the Jewish laws right like with the food with observing the Sabbath that Saturday is the seventh day it's the holy day it's the Sabbath and um I feel like the fun- fundamentals are based on the Ten Commandments too the Bible I love that. Yeah. It's like, I think the big ones are mostly, did you grow up vegetarian? No, but for the most part, yeah, but not, not at my home. Like we still, we still ate like chicken and chicken, uh, yeah. Me too. fish, fish. Yeah. Um, mostly, but, but no, like the pork. no, no yeah. pork, no shrimp, no, <laughs> no, all the good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I really thought that like it was so bad. I remember I had a neighbor growing up and I was like, mom, they're eating bacon for breakfast and they, I can't have it. And like, they asked me why, why can't you eat bacon? And I didn't know what what to say. So I was like, mom, why can't I eat bacon? Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, my mom was doing the best that she could at that time and what she believed. And, you know, but I remember at such a young age, I was like, so it's a sin to eat bacon. And I remember thinking my friend thinking that as a kid, I was like, so she's bad. Like, why are they doing that? Like, they're not supposed to do that. Right. And then, yeah. I, I don't know, I feel like in the church, it was like, well, we're right. And everyone else is wrong. Cause they were Christian. I was like, well, they believe in God. They go to church. Like, but it, but it was always this, like, we're right. We're following the Bible in the right way. And they're just not, you know? And I was like, oh, what? and I remember as a young child, I just it didn't sit well with me. I was like, so my friend is sinning and she's not following it right you know like it made me think like wow like they're bad or something you know and it already made me think that they're judging I'm judging them and it creates us to be judgmental I feel like growing up too that's why I just (laughs) 
yeah, I think it's so, it's ironic that, mm-hmm. you know, we're taught to, I don't know how to say this without, let's know. Let's yeah. not no, go I there. think it's like people need, some people think that they need rules because, or else they're going to, you know, become a drug dealer or like just go down a really bad path. Like I'm thinking about me in high school. It was like, we had to like really follow these rules. And if you didn't, it was like, then you would just go off. For example, like weed, weed was like the, the gateway drug or whatever. And I was like, oh, gateway drug. Like that means if you do it, that you're going to do all the other things and you're just going to be a bad person. So it's yeah. like, but there was no room for like just exploring. And again, tapping into your body, what feels good to you? Ask God, does God, does God want you to do this? versus like these are the the verses and this is what you need to follow and and like it's such a logical way right versus being taught like the ego mind versus the intuition or body based you know it was all just like this is what's been written out thousands of years ago we still need to follow that it's like wait, yeah <laughs> yeah I know and that's why I didn't it, to be kept in that box was just not fun <laughs> it's just so much better not to be in that box anymore. Yeah. So that's why I don't really consider myself Seventh-day Adventist. I would say more spiritual. Yeah, um, it's like more open and you're more open to different things and there's no letting go of the shame aspect. The shame aspect is a huge thing. Just feeling guilty all the time with how I looked or what I did, like big or small, it was just it was uh, exhausting, I would say, like growing up, kind of creating this thing where like judging, like you said, like, oh, that person is eating bacon. That means they're sinning. Like, yeah, exactly how I felt too. Like it made me judge as a, like other people and that's not how it should be. Yeah. And I think at the core, you know, like, like what we were saying in the beginning, like I definitely as well, like appreciate the foundations it gave me and like, I still carry on like a day of rest, you know, and like having faith and like having community, but it's like now knowing like, okay, it's about to be 2023. Like there's different ways to pray. There's different ways to have faith. There's different ways to have a relationship with God. And, you know, as long as we're open to that. And I really think that at the core, we really have the same values of like longevity, health, you know, being a channel and, and being of service to God and like love, like you said earlier, like it's just love. That's all it really is. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's cool. Like I, I started thinking like, wow, Jesus really did come to earth, like to teach us love and that we actually can heal each other. And that's why I feel like, I don't know, in a way, I just kind of feel like, you know, the Seventh-day Adventists talk about the second coming of Jesus. Like I always wonder now what that means. Cause um, like I said, with the Bible, like Bible verses are becoming very literal to me. The temple, our body's temple, or like heaven is within us. Like where along the way did it get translated that if Jesus said heaven is within us, shouldn't we just, it should, we should just know like, oh, heaven's within us. Like, yeah, we are love. But why does it feel like religion has made it seem like you got to do X, Y, and Z to go to heaven? Yeah. It's a, it's a it's- place like it's the control piece, you know, like to, to control people. Yeah. Right. When you think of like history and like what's happened with wars and, and, you know, with a lot of it was because of religion, we're right, we're right, you're wrong. And 
Yeah, the ego. And again, it's just the ego, exactly. That's all it is. It really is. And that's why um, the work. The ego and, and oh, with and spiritual. people that are spiritual too. Yeah, you know? the spiritual yeah. ego. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's a yeah. Also, trying to be mindful of that now too. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, I've just been thinking about okay, how Jesus was an example for us. They like said like he was a healer, and mm-hmm. he was just lo- love and spreading kindness and generosity, and even him going you know, into prayer, like by himself to connect Mm -hmm. to God, like he was an example. And I just feel like, okay, does the second coming of Jesus, like the Seventh-day Adventist say, like, is it really what they say? Or is it really like us awakening to the truth? Yeah. Coming home to ourselves and our bodies. Because he he, he already died for our sins. So our souls are saved, but I think it's our job to help each other come home mm-hmm. to our true being, um, yeah. to spirit again. Ooh, yeah. 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 Mic drop is so good. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Chills again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm learning. That's what I've been receiving lately. And um, that's why I love doing Reiki, um, moving the energy, balancing the energy, but really because there's trauma, like you said, we hold in our body energetically that we can't see and it'll manifest eventually in the physical as symptoms of gut issues, anxiety. And it's like, and I love talking about the root chakra, you know, the root chakra, we can really use nature to learn about ourselves. We have roots like a tree and you can imagine like a big tree, right? So rooted in the ground that even when the wind blows it's gonna sway but it's not gonna fall over and so you can think of us like if we're rooted in ourselves and so centered deep within us where with our safety and belonging because that's our root chakra foundation of safety belonging if things come our way we're gonna sway but we're not gonna fall over but you can imagine if our roots are above the ground if our roots are like even in our side of us like Exactly. Like outside ourselves where we're, we're, we're looking outside ourselves for love, belonging, and security. Mm-hmm. You can imagine this tree with the roots outside itself, like on the surface, it's going to fall over. And so to remember, like to root ourselves in ourselves and to be centered is just powerful because then that when we're rooted in ourselves, it changes the dynamic and the energy in our own body where we can start feeling confident. We have more self-love for ourselves, which is actually how we take our power back in everything. Self-love right. is how we take our power back. There's like so many, like, uh, I just- I love that it. you said self-love <laughs> because I feel like a lot of people that are religious, tying it back to that is like, mm-hmm. you can't love yourself because only God should love you or something like that. I feel like they think that. And I'm like, no, I, I, I always imagine like, why God wants us to love ourselves. That's what I believe. And I always think mm-hmm. like when you were speaking, like Jesus, if, if Jesus was here, he would be so down. Like <laughs> Jesus would be like, do some Reiki on me. You know, like he would be so into it. And I'm like, and I, well, I say that to my mom too. I'm like, mom, yeah. like I show her like some breathing techniques or 
And I'm like, don't you think Jesus would be here? And like, he would be open and he would be interested in doing this with us. And And that's the thing. Like, that's what I'm realizing. Like Jesus was here on earth to give the example. Like he was healing people with his hands. We actually have the gifts to heal too. And I'm realizing like when God said we are made in his likeness, it's because we are, we have the ability to heal. We just forgot like sin, like trauma, like our souls. This is what I believe. We all were up there at one point in time, our souls. And I believe this more so because of my near death experience. Like I said, my soul went somewhere. I'm starting to hear and like I've been reading books. And so now I've been trying to like formulate, okay, really like, what do I believe in? And I do now believe in that our souls, all of us at one point were up there, wherever, somewhere up there in the, in like the cosmos. And we were like, you know what? Like me and you were like, hey, Rave, when we go down there, we're going to find each other again. And we're going to help each other grow. Makes us forget. So we, we pick our bodies. We picked our parents for a reason because, and we picked our, our journey. And that's why I'm starting to understand like when people are like, oh my gosh, why would God do this to us? Why would he kill? Why would I lose my baby? Like, why would all, all these horrible things, like, why would God do this if he was such a loving God? And I'm starting to believe because it's because he is a loving God. And actually he gave us the choice to choose our lives. When we're up there with our souls, like we chose our path. And that's why there's this law of free will. And he gave us the choice to experience this human life, this human experience, but we forgot because of sin. And when we get out of the womb, which is a trauma, we forget. And that's why I feel like our life's purpose is to remember who we are again, because we forgot, we forgot. And we're all just supposed to help walk each other home. Mm -hmm. And I think with, with God's guidance, and being in alignment and having that clear head and that open-hearted, compassionate intention that we can heal others, right? Yeah. So like what we're saying with like in the church, like there can be people who are in their ego and be saying a sermon that is out of their ego. And there can also be a spiritual person mm-hmm. who's healing and it's out of their ego, right? But like, I think there's everyone on this earth, like whether it's a pastor or one of us, like we do have that power to heal others and to help others and to be that light of God with that pure intention. And that is where it comes to that self-love. We got to come back to loving ourselves and being like, okay, am I doing this for service of God? Or am I doing this because I just want to be the most spiritual, like influencer coach out there? You know, like what Mm -hmm. is the intention? Is this for my service? for God or is it for something wrong, you know? Exactly. And to follow our intuition, our guidance system, like, Hey, does this feel really good? And our body will signal to us if it feels good versus if it doesn't. So to try, it's like our, it's a muscle there. I'm coming back to the thought. Our intuition, (laughs) our intuition is like a muscle. It's like working out. You go to the gym, you're not going to get buffy. You're not going to like work it out and be committed right right and so we can think of our intuition like a muscle if you ignore it if you've been ignoring it this whole time it gets weak so especially Mm -hmm. as women we've ignored it so to strengthen our muscle of intuition to strengthen it so that we 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 know thyself we trust thyself and we love thyself 100 percent and and how would you say someone can strengthen that muscle if say they're you know kind of still stuck in the 
I like to call it the matrix, <laughs> you know, like how mm-hmm. can we, how do you like to strengthen your intuition? What practices do you use? So there is this, I love social media. I feel like I learn a lot from different people, but there was this one thing I found where you can literally stand up, close your eyes and you could be like, okay, soul, um, highest self, should I go out tonight? <laughs> like something simple. <laughs> and if it's a yes, your body will lean forward. If it's mm-hmm. a no, your body will lean backwards. Yeah, so or even crunch. I feel like yeah. a no is like, oh, like your body like yeah. crunches over. It's like, yeah, it just feel you can feel like it. mine is like, chest tightness. Like it feels like, oh, like heaviness. And like some people feel it in their gut. So um, to tune in, that. to tune in will help you connect um, to your intuition. It's supposed to feel good. That's how you know. Right. That's how I know you're in alignment with your, with your highest self. Things will feel good. It's not yeah. supposed to feel uh, or like fearful, fearful or like, like this negative eerie feeling. That's a no to, yeah. so to start, to start listening to that, to start being like, okay, no, this is a no. And to just do the opposite of not doing that, that will help strengthen our intuition. That's my practice right. anyways. I love that. Yeah. And I think the key and what you're saying is like to slow down slow down. I think like you, we can't hear that or we can't even ask those questions if we don't slow down and we don't give ourselves time to be alone and to be quiet. You know, we're in this world where it's like hustle, go, 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 distract, swipe, 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 swipe. And people are so, you don't even have your own Mm -hmm. thoughts anymore because, so I think, yeah, like what you're saying is just the key is to really slow down, be in a silent space. And we can do that through prayer, through breath work, through meditation. And I love what you said, like just asking a question. Like I love to ask too, like, what does my inner guidance want me to know right now? Or it can be like, Mm -hmm. what does God want me to know right now? But we can only hear that message if we slow down to ask and we slow down to hear our own thoughts and be in our own space. Exactly. It's like, asking a question in a loud club, like while you're yeah. on the phone, it's like, you're on the phone in a loud club. It's like, you're not going to hear it very well. You'll hear a little bit, but it's going to be noisy. So like to step out into maybe outside the club so you can actually hear yeah. the phone call. Like that's basically, <laughs> that's kind of how I it is. Like, I love that. And I've been there. I've been a big party girl. So I'm like, Oh yeah. God, me too. Me too. Yeah. And I guess like, I know we're like coming up on time, but one of my last things I want to touch on is like, do your family and friends like understand your spiritual awakening and in your spiritual journey and you doing Reiki and energy healing? Like, do they get it? I think, I feel like that's what I'm saying. Our inner, our highest self, our soul, our souls in us, they, it knows everything. Our highest self, our inner being knows everything, our intuition. Um, And so my friends and my family are opening to that because deep down, they believe in it. They believe that we do have an innate gift to heal ourselves, that we, we, there's something that we need to unlearn and clean up and balance and uncover and and we're looking for something 
deeper than what we've been conditioned. And, and that's why I feel like I could just be who I am. I can just share this healing energy with whoever is open to it. And, and just, that's the work, like just me being in my light and being who I am Mm -hmm. and being authentically me. I guess what is it? The message? The I don't know how do you say it? Yeah, you being the light is like enough, and like yeah, they'll, they'll come to you when it's time. Yeah, I don't have to be like, oh, you got to do Reiki. It's like you got to have this healing energy. Like I just want to be open. And oh, I did want to touch on that. Like um, the coffee reader uh, mentioned that you know I have a big powerful energy that I'm going to heal people through my hands. And I didn't realize, I thought, okay, it's because I'm a nurse. Like I do use my hands a lot, but I started realizing Reiki. Reiki is healing people through your hands, connecting to source energy. And that's why I'm realizing like, oh, Jesus was an example to show us that we could also heal others around us like he did. Um, And so... I am very passionate about teaching energy healing to other people. And like I said, during one of my meditations with you, I got this vision, like this vision. I didn't even know what Reiki was yet, but it was just like starting a retreat and teaching like Reiki and healing and getting people back into their power and to remembering who they are and so that's why I wanted to also talk to you about that but yeah I just feel like it's it was so powerful what you did for me in um when you're um hard of receiving as well as the catalyst and then me with my that yoga retreat I went on like it was so powerful to help me actually remember and be who I am today like I would love to share that with others mm. I love that. Yeah. And I think your light is just so strong that I'm sure when you are around your family or your friends, you know, even if they don't do it, I'm sure that it's, they can feel it, but I'm curious, do you ever feel like frustration if they aren't along the journey with you or catching up with you? So yeah. um, It's very hard for my mom and dad. I feel like to, at the beginning to grasp the concept of like, wait, you're healing people through your hands like that's like are you is that of the devil like yeah <laughs> like, are they what? still Seventh-day Adventists yes religious? oh 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah so they were very like what is this like be careful and I just had to explain to them like I've never been so much closer to God than I am now. That's all I'm working with I'm working with source energy my my spirit guides and my angels and um, doing the work, like my near death experience. And this is it to help, help people remember him and to heal. Yeah. So it's been uh, very interesting, but my dad opened up to a distance Reiki healing session like a few weeks ago. Okay. And so so everybody, so everybody can know that we're both Krish is also Filipino. So, you know, coming back from that background that we're Filipino. And I think, you know, being Filipino and being raised Seventh-day Adventist has its own like, woo, two different things we got to like work through in our, in our spiritual journey and, and pursuing our passions and our purpose, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's been, <laughs> it's funny to, it's not funny. Well, yeah, it is funny, but my mom wants a Ricky session now too. Oh, wow. So, that's huge. So I think it's big, but I've been really yeah. sharing with them. Like, I think because they're Sunday at Venice still and they're in that box, they need the, like, they need to see things. So I would, I would take like the scriptures, like even the, the temple scripture or like the one in Luke 17, 20 about um, heaven is within us. Just those two, I had to just kind of explain, like, Jesus was really literal. Mm-hmm. And um, and I told him, like, you can actually access heaven within you by just sitting still. Like, you're doing it right by praying, but really, like, to be still and, like, feel. And so they're opening up to that. So I think that's really cool. Wow. That's yeah. huge. Because, yeah, I think that's been a, a worry of mine or a fear that I'm like, oh, I don't want them to think that this is, like, sacrilegious or like the devil's work or witchy or something like that you know what I mean because I feel like they're they're so ingrained like even Mm -hmm. when I started getting my yoga teacher training my mom was like I do you think you're God and I'm like no like that's not what it is and like I know like Dana's mom like still won't go to yoga because it's like they think that it's there's something like accessing your body is like going to bring you to the devil or something I don't really know but it's like even with the science and the research that it's good to do yoga you know like so it's like wow like the fact that they are open to doing Reiki with you is huge yeah it's so huge you reminded me I was even scared to say namaste after I was like when I yeah they're like what is that they're like what's that I know they're like are you (laughs) praying to something I'm like oh my gosh no I know I'm like, just saying it's for God then, you know, like, and that's what I love about the work that we're doing and what I really want to incorporate more with like breathwork too, is like, you know, in the beginning Mm. of breathwork, like invite your guides, invite your spirit guides, invite God, invite your higher self, whatever it is you believe in, right. You can still go to church and and do Reiki. You can still go to church and do breathwork. You know, you can have both of those and we don't want to exclude anyone versus where I feel like that's the difference with the church, right? It's like, you can come to church, but we don't really believe in yoga or we don't think gays are allowed or, or whatever it is. Like we're open and accepting of everyone to come and try. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, I want to end with asking you, you know, you pursuing energy healing and are, is this now like a side business? Is this something that you want to eventually leave nursing and do energy healing full time? Or like, how are you feeling about that? Oh my goodness. I've been, <laughs> yeah, I, I've really been asking the universe to guide me and lead me. And like, if this is the work, then make it happen and make it easy. And, um, I had recently, well, like a few months ago, I, um, <laughs> I was like, Hey, I'm going to apply to this acupuncture school. And so, um, they ended up calling me and I was like, okay, uh they're like we really liked you didn't we did an interview and like okay you're in and I'm like oh shoot this is really happening but I have my career already you know I'm a nurse but it hasn't been really in alignment with what I really believe like I really want to get to the root of the disease in us and I love being a nurse but I just feel like I want to do more and so that's why I applied to acupuncture school because I feel like acupuncture and Chinese medicine like it's just I'm attracted to that I want to like get to the root and learn about the body as a whole biosystem but um they uh they said I got in and then I spent a day like meditating I was like hey god if this is really the path like this Reiki and acupuncture then I need you to give me a sign 
I'm gonna need you to go um give me I want to see the number 666 <laughs> that's what I thought because I never I love seen those numbers I was like I want clear signs I'm gonna give you a week I'm gonna give you a week to give me that sign and it's so funny you know a few days go by I'm like okay, I haven't seen the numbers I see everything else like 111 all this stuff because I'm all about the angel numbers um no, no 666 and I decided like, I'm gonna go surfing so I, I took um I'm taking surfing lessons Oh, and fun. from yeah from this guy his name's Mickey he's cool um and and the first day um I happened to park behind him he has like this Tacoma and um you know I did this surf session it was so fun I stood up like 12 times it was like amazing and you know we got back up to the car um like you know just getting the wetsuits off and whatever and he kept he catches my attention because he puts his the hood of his Tacoma down I'm like wait can I see what that says? And he lifts it up and it says 666. That was on a Friday. So it would have been a week, that, like the next day. And so that was my yeah. sign. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to do acupuncture. And so, yeah, I, I really feel like I'm being guided. Like I said, my near-death experience when God said, you have work to do. The work is breaky. I feel the work is, it's not even the word, it's, it's energy healing. It's more so like, it's all that, but also to really, really help remember, to help us remember who we are. Like that's, I feel like the work to, to remind people that we have heaven within us whenever we want, like endless access. Like we could be meditating, we could be dancing, we could be doing breath work, but he's here in us. Like we can live a heaven on earth life, happy, joyful, full of love but we just forgot and so I'm going to be part of you know like you and all the other people healers on this earth to help bring everyone back to remember God and the power that we have that's already here within us yeah amazing <laughs> and how can people find you and work with you and book a session with you or follow oh. your journey yeah, um, I have uh, my website, uh, Dose of Umeria. Um, you can find me there on Instagram or my Instagram. I'm, What's your handle? I, uh, Dose of Lumeria. Okay, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Thank yeah, perfect. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you You're so welcome. much for being on my podcast. No, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's so amazing to be on here mm -hmm. and to see you grow and doing this for the community and yeah. spreading your light. I love to see it. Oh, I want to say thank you thank too you. for thank you for being a big part of my healing journey too. Mm -hmm. And to like it just definitely opened up. It it taught me to be open and to receive. I mm -hmm. I wasn't able to do that before. It felt like a lot of guilt and shame to be open to receive and my relationship with money, my relationship with myself. Like, so your program was really powerful for me. And so thank you. Receiving that all right Yay. now. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Welcome. Yay. Thanks Perfect. so much, Ray. If this episode served you, please share, send it to someone. It could help them heal or create a new perspective in their life. I love when you share on social media, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, rave underscore read. And if you feel called to share something you learned or loved from this episode, it would mean so much to me. 
And please reach out to me personally, send me a message, and let me know how this is resonating with you. Thank you so much for your support. Consider subscribing to this podcast, leaving me a five-star review so we can continue to grow and up-level together. I appreciate you and see you in the next episode.